Good morning and welcome to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, and Michael Gaines on 920 AM and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. You turn around like boy, quit talking to me. He could pick you up in a limousine. You'd look back like what you mean. Just worry about more important things. Good morning, St. Louis. You are now tuned in to St. Louis Live. That's right, Chris Denman, Travis Terrell. Michael Gaines. We have Peyton on the board today. Happy to be here as we are Monday through Friday, <clears throat> 7 to 10 a.m. Excited to join you as we stream live from WeAreLiveRadio.com and here in the St. Louis area on 920 a.m. WGNU. So here at St. Louis Live, I know we goof around a lot. We have a lot of fun, talk sports, talk every ridiculous uh Topic known to man, don't we, Travis? We do indeed. We do. Uh, last night, a uh, here news reached that uh, there was a bit of a tragedy, terrible tragedy in uh, in Manchester at an Ariana Grande concert. Want to just uh, to touch on that briefly before we get into everything here on St. Louis Live. Twenty two killed and bombing at uh, in Britain. Children among those. So terrible news in in the way things work in today's world. We hear about things. It comes right over the wire. Not always the easiest to process. But, Travis, we have some audio from the president responding to this. Indeed, the President Trump, who, of course, is overseas on his uh, Middle East tour. He's presently in Israel. He commented this morning uh, about the terrible tragedy that took place in Manchester. So many young, beautiful, innocent people living and enjoying their lives murdered by evil losers in life. I won't call them monsters because they would like that term. They would think that's a great name. I will call them from now on losers because that's what they are. They're losers. And we'll have more of them. But they're losers. Just remember that. That was President Trump this morning uh, condemning for the second time the attack that took place in Manchester. Again, the president is presently in Jerusalem, a part of his Middle East tour. Uh, he said uh, he would love to bring nations together in order to defeat the terrorism that threatens the world. Uh, as Chris has reported, uh, it was 22? Are we, are we at 22 deaths? 22 deaths, 22 60 injured. Point. So uh, Ariana Grande concert. It was in a, a public area. Um, just at the conclusion of the concert, uh, Ariana Grande, uh, of course, a very famous pop singer, she um, she tweeted out uh, that she is broken, um, and she essentially had no words. She was incredibly sorry uh, about the terrible tragedy. And it, it in, in this, Chris just mentioned, you know, generally we we love to start the show off with uh, us being silly or talking about the local news of the day, the big sports, and we're going to eventually get to that. But, um, you know, this is a very sad, a, a terrible tragedy. We, we unfortunately see too many of these. Uh, but uh, one thing that struck me, of course, is that Ariana Grande, very young performer, and uh, it was a very young crowd. Uh, a lot of teenagers are there. And I, I know I have younger sisters, so and they're big fans of Ariana Grande. So uh, knowing that this time of year where students are, are leaving school, uh, and so many young people were attending this event, uh, just incredibly tragic. And our thoughts are uh, absolutely with the Manchester people, uh, England. And, um, and I'm sure as the as more information comes out, we'll find out who the potential perpetrators are and 
uh, how the investigation goes. But in the meantime, uh, just another tragic, unfortunate situation, Chris and Gaines. It's uh, not the way we always want to start off St. Louis Live, but we can't help but acknowledge, of course, uh, the major world news that takes place around us, and it would be naive of us to ignore it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, MVTs, let's get them going. MVT starts now. Mr. Gaines, what are we working with today? We'll hit the most valuable topic, my friend. Uh, a story came across yesterday that uh, Lupo would allow mobile betting from Raiders Las Vegas Stadium. Interesting. Travis, I saw this, and I thought this should be called the Gaines Clause. <laughs> yes. It's it's not – I mean, it's really nothing that new. You can get on some illegal sites right now, even if you're in other states and do it. But it is legal in the state of Nevada, and these are legal U.S. mobile apps that you can bet. Um my MVT will go into later just how I think this could really help the NFL. We're still three years away from this stadium opening, and it might even help to have windows in each NFL stadium where bets could be placed. That like would be interesting. In England. Uh, that would be interesting. We, Chris, we may, it, we may have to reach out to a friend of ours. that 1-800-BETS-OFF? Oh, that also would help. But there's another gentleman that we may have to reach out to who stays in the state of Florida that may be able to give us a little bit more insight. Uh, we'll, we'll get our man on the line. <laughs> our good friend Brandon Lang will probably oh, have a few Lang. opinions. Maybe a few opinions on the uh, potential I, betting at NFL stadiums. We'll, we'll get into it later. But, yeah, I'm, all, I'm for it as well because it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you let kids have a couple drinks with their parents at the family party when they're 14, 15, 16, they're less likely to be – hanging from uh, a rafter with a, a bong out, hanging out of their <laughs> ear and and, uh, and covered in boxed wine. You know, it doesn't uh, – I don't know. It, it, it makes sense to me because it's something everybody or a large amount of people do I'm gonna, in I'm regards gonna... to sporting events. And I don't want to go too deep in on it since we're going in <laughs> later, but I have no, pro- <clears throat> no problem with it. Uh, I wanted to get into this. I saw uh, – <laughs> There's a lot going on. Um, wanted to talk about the Cardinals. We can get into that a little later for my MVT. But regarding what I think is a coronation of sorts, not only for a family in central Missouri, but for our own Travis Farrell. Congratulations. I don't want to give away your MVT, but we all know <laughs> that it deserves the, the, the leadoff spot here. Well, Chris, uh, you obviously are referring to the name change of Missouri Arena. To the porterhouse. <laughs> Saw your joke last night. Yeah, it was solid. Oh, did you tweet that it. already? Oh, no. I already sent it out. It was my hot fire emoji. I sent it out to all my Mizzou friends last night. So what happened, Trev? Well, last night, uh, of course, the, the night before, uh, Jonte Porter, whose brother, of course, is Michael Porter Jr., who recently committed, the number one player in the country, committed to the University of Missouri to play basketball this fall. Conzo's Martin's big prize as he takes the job at the University of Missouri in his first year. And there's been speculation and talk that his brother, who's presently number 60 in ESPN's top 100 recruits, uh, a kid that many people believe can be almost as good as his brother, Jonte Porter, younger brother of Michael Porter Jr., deciding to also attend the University of Missouri. Now, the caveat is, will he attend this upcoming fall or will he essentially have to wait until the fall of 2018? Right now, Jonte is attempting to reclassify, and from no, what's, what would keep him from coming straight in? 
Uh, there could be some paperwork with the NCAA. Could be some paperwork with his present high school. Uh, he spoke to some media members yesterday, and the Porter family is presently packing up as we speak to uproot their entire family from Washington and move them uh, to Columbia, Missouri. That's actually taking place this week for the Porter family. So he decided that after he he said he helped mom, his mom packed. And he said, you know what, it's time to make it official. I'm going to Mizzou. It's just a matter of whether or not he'll be with this class coming up or will whether he'll be with um, Mizzou in 2018. It is believed, though, by all accounts, that he will likely reclassify and should be able to join his brother and this amazing Mizzou recruiting class this fall. This is, um, I, I, I can't honestly find the words, but I'm going to try here. Um I'm going to probably overreact. I am probably going to say something that I'm going to regret in March of 2018. But in this moment, right here, right now, this is one of the greatest, greatest <laughs> games. Six he already games. took himself to March. <laughs> I, I, you know what of I am? 2018. I did. And you know why? Because, yes. Did I go online last night to look at the prices for the Final Four in San Antonio in 2018? Oh. You're damn right I did. Am I crazy? You're damn right I am. Do I care? Hell no. You know why? Because Mizzou is right now on the verge. If Jonte Porter is indeed a part of this class of taking the number one recruiting class in the nation, I don't think anyone in the state of Missouri thought those words would ever come out of their mouth in regards to anything related to the University of Missouri unless it has something to do with protests or unnecessary frat fights. That's the only thing that I thought Mizzou was going to be number one in. But to see this happening to a program that has been absolutely miserable over the last handful of years is truly a great moment, Chris. I, I cried tears of joy. And a lot of you are probably saying, hey, that's inappropriate. Those are teenage kids. Why are you reacting that way? Shut up. You don't know my anger. You don't know the misery us Mizzou fans have gone through over the years. This is our moment to shine. So suck on it, SLU. Suck on it, Illinois. Suck on it, Kansas. Mizzou is back. In the face. All right. Can I request something from you? Sure. Go for it. Uh, can you spell his name correctly? Uh, we'll get to that. We have plenty of time. Okay, I just he deserves your like, he deserves your respect. Uh, Gaines, I feel like he kind of glossed over. It's like he's trying to move past it quickly. I'll yeah. settle in and we can talk about it. Uh, yeah. I'm just, just please I'm spell not, his name correctly. Uh, well, I will do better as I as, once he reclassify. I'll correctly fair. spell his name. Yeah. I because he's still he's still like a junior. You, you can't be like spelling a junior's name correctly. You got to. There be you like, go. You got to be like, I don't know who this guy is. He's a junior in high school. Yeah. But that, that, would be, your, that would be weird. <laughs> your thoughts on Travis's obsession with the Porter family and now the Porter house. Oh, yeah. Being uh, Mizzou's new <laughs> arena name. 314-880-0808. Travis, I'm super excited as well. As we slowly... Break this down for your pleasure. <laughs> Let's recap. How is it? Okay, so how does this happen? It, he's 17 years old, correct? Yes. Or 16? He is 17 years 17 old. 17 years old. Okay. Is Michael is a true senior in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, he's officially done with Who's done with that? School. Done. Yes. So John Tay was going to be a senior in high school, but he's eligible potentially to play college basketball this upcoming season. Yes. And this would allow him, he always wanted to play on a team with his brother. He never really had the opportunity to do it. He wanted to do it on this level. 
He wanted to at least okay, do that. They didn't, yeah, they weren't on the same team in high school? No. Wait, yes, they were. Yes, they were on the same team in high school, but he wanted to do it on the college level to be able to play with his brother at least one year because it's, of course, under the belief that Michael Porter Jr. will likely be a one-and-done for the Mizzou Tigers, which is quite all right. No problem for me here. I, I will it's enjoy part of the completely above-board deal or uh, stuff that's happening with Mizzou. And Chris, why do you hate capitalism? The, uh, <laughs> why do you hate democracy? I, why I do you hate it. freedom, and why do you hate winning? A.E., can Travis not say suck on it and in the face while ranting about teens? Mm, that's probably uh, Chris Hansen is right now outside our door staring into the window. Calm down, Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. have, have a seat, please. Yeah, <laughs> Right over there next to the can crystal have, light. Can I have one of these cookies, dog? <laughs> Just give me a cookie before I get tackled out in the front yard. Hey, Travis, how's the marbling in the porterhouse? Nice. Oh, that's not bad. A little meat chat for you. I, I, meat. I love meat. Nice. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, so, it, uh, so okay. So, say this happens, that gives them serious, serious ammo, and all of a sudden, the uh, not that they won't already, because defenders are going to be drawn to Tillman and Big Porter. Yeah, uh, but that's going to make the you know the scrappy white guy who shoots threes <laughs> look like Kyle Corver, <laughs> right? The, the grad transfer is who's I think going to be one of the key parts to the whole team. Uh, Cassius, whatever his name. Yeah, is. he's a. They have the play. If you look at no, it's. No, he <laughs> – shut up, Chris. Chris learns a name, and he just, ah, I know that. That's Cassius Clay. That's Muhammad Ali. That uh-huh. is not the case here, Denman. He's got a mean left hook. <laughs> oh, relax. Shot. I – um this this Missouri team – Cassius think, Robertson. Yes, Cassius Robertson. He's the transfer. And he, is, he, just, he, he, shoots, he just shoots threes. Yeah, and he's about 47, 48% on his career, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And it might be C- Cassius. I don't know. We'll figure it out. He went to Canisius. Well, we have plenty of time to figure out the correct name of all these but players. But he went to Canisius, and his name is like Cassius. That's Isn't why that it's so confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> it but, is confusing. But the, the Mizzou Tigers. And he's studying kinesiology at Mizzou. Uh, correct. You, you got, are, you, are you guys done? Are you happy now? Can you spell kinesiology? Can you? Yeah. Okay, let's go for it, pal. P H K. S L Y T T O N. Is that right? Yeah. I Don't feel, tell him. I feel like Gaines, he won't know. Was a T-T- I just I threw oh, some confusing stuff there's, in there's there. There's different spelling. Were there T's in there? Um, <laughs> listen, Travis, I went to a gold star blue ribbon public high school. Or tradition. In the, in the progress. In the general St. Louis area. So does, I think you. Don't you dare. Don't you dare in attach. In the general St. Louis get, area. Get, don't you dare attach that part of Missouri to uh, St. Louis. Not this radio station, but many radio station reach. <laughs> I'm where sure, I grew up. I'm sure. sure people in Farmington just say they're from St. Louis when people ask them in other cities so they don't have to go through the explanation. No, they drop the. Uh, they're not like the dorks from Winsfield that say, oh, St. Louis, 40 minutes away. No, they go uh, from about an hour south of St. Louis. But if you're, yes, you're traveling abroad and you're 17 and in Mexico, yeah, dog, St. Louis, man. <laughs> you talk about like that too. As if, yes, as if that would make it better. Like if you're if you're in another country or in Los Angeles or, or anywhere big, like they're like, where are you from? You're like St. Louis. They're like, ah, Montana. Uh. <laughs> I almost got in a fight with someone when I was a kid because they asked where St. Louis was, and I just had so much pride that I was like, how do you not know where St. Louis is? That's a fair question, though. But, I mean, hey, that's a fair response by you, essentially. Trev, because Trev. I get not ever going to St. Louis, but you better damn well know where it is. Yeah. No. You don't have to know where Yes, it is. you do. Yes, you do. When you're talking to fifth grade Michael Gaines in Arizona <laughs> in a hotel elevator. Show that Again, yeah. I just I, I had a great upbringing 
lot of pride in my family. I just want to feel someday how Michael Gaines has felt his entire life. <laughs> Young Jante went on to say, it's a huge blessing to be able to play with my dad and potentially play with Mike. Being around family is a dream come true. You couldn't write this any better. All of us are pumped. Uh, the- Do we have any potential ladybugs situations? Where? You ever see the movie Ladybugs? You're going to reference Ladybugs? Yeah. I actually haven't seen it. What oh, no, 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 no. I want to hear this analogy. I'll have you seen it? Buckle up your seat. Have oh, you I've seen, seen Ladybugs? With the great Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. And, and the kid from NeverEnding Story Part 2. Yes. Very Not the sequel. Yes, yes. You are correct. That's right. Your references are on point this morning, my yeah. friend. I'm, uh, I'm happy to. Um, do you think the Porters will wear a wig and play for the Mizzou <laughs> women's team? <laughs> that... Uh, because, yeah, and saying you know it's it's the so their sisters play also so there'd be four porters correct yeah and then there are more There's two my, sisters on yeah. the team yeah and then the oh, there are more to come there are a, we those are two on the women's team um, there potentially could be two of the sons and I believe there are three more children left. They'll go to Purdue when Conzo <laughs> takes the job at Purdue. You shut your mouth. You shut it now. The curse of Matt Painter. Uh, still lives us. on. Lives on. No, this is as far PB's as pancreas. Get those nail breakers. <laughs> PB's pancreas just wanted an excuse to just send in that quote. It's also one of the best quotes in movie history, by the way. I will say this about this present squad: they have the absolute tools to be a serious contender this year in the tournament. I and I feel Gaines, like when I say that, do you want to I'm jump really in on not, this? I, and Gaines will try to jump in on this, but the Mizzou they've they've got a presence. They got a rim protector on the inside. You got a playmaker in Porter. If you are able to bring in Jonte, that allows you to stretch the floor. I think the caliber of basketball that is being played right now in the NCAA, Mizzou with this present squad has the players to keep up with those at Kentucky. Those at KU, those at Oregon, those at Villanova. They have the tools. Now, as Gaines will probably point out, that Conzo Martin has had talented teams before in the past. It's not even that. And hasn't been able to produce what many would consider successful runs in a season. And I think that there's a lot of work that goes into creating a team where a lot of these guys are used to being the man. And I will concede that. I think, though, when it comes to... I think you probably mitigate some of that by having two brothers on the same team with you their father think, on the bench. You would think. But again, a lot goes into that and what they do in the offseason and how Conzo is able to hopefully develop their chemistry will go into that. And a lot of circumstances are going to be in front of this Mizzou team as far as them being able to now reach the new standard that I've created for them. But I believe as far as... <laughs> the Terrell effect. Yeah, the, uh, naturally the Terrell effect. But a lot of people, like I said, yes, am I over-exaggerating and saying the Final Four is asking a lot? Absolutely. But when you look at teams that have made Final Four I love four when runs, Travis answers his own questions. It's the only way I know how to work. The only way that I think as far as you look at past teams that have won it, past teams that have been successful and made deep runs, you can even look at recently Gonzaga, Mizzou has those pieces there that should allow them to make a serious run. Now, I will sit back... And shut my mouth as Gaines completely throws cold water on my joy. Fire away, Michael Gaines. No, the only thing I would say is 
really the only programs we've seen do it with this young of rosters mm-hmm. has been Kentucky and Duke, I believe. Michigan. I could, with this young? Well, no. back in the, the 90s. Yeah, sure. I, I that, guess. Did you giggle at Chris Weber? No, you're right. And I would, and I think I would feel even more ecstatic if I knew a few of these guys were able to stay around as long as the uh, Fab well, Five. Or if they had get any a, semblance of older or if there's, yeah. The team, they, right. Maybe not Perrier. Perrier is, I think. I think he's going to be sitting a lot. <laughs> Possible. He'll play I, senior night, bro. <laughs> I, I think, though, when you look at as far as if you were to just build a team from scratch, I think this is the scenario I think any coach in America would love to have, and these are probably the type of players. Maybe not these players in particular, but the type of players that you would want in order to build a serious contender. And again, yes, I think it is pretty asinine, obviously, to talk Final Four here in May. But I think I will say this for Mizzou fans. I think it's okay to get overly excited. There just hasn't been a lot to be excited about in regards to not only Mizzou, but Mizzou's athletics. And so I think it's okay to to pump your chest, put yourself out there, and be excited about this program. This, this is I don't know how long this will last. I don't know if this will be carryover. I don't know if this means 25 wins. We, we're, we don't know anything for certain. But what we can say is that Conzo Martin, however you see it, was able to get – some of the best talent in the country to come to this institution. You have to give credit where credit is due, and whether or not this turns into a Final Four run as a story we'll discuss later on in the year, but you you have to tip your cap to Martin and his staff for him coming in and being able to execute. Give credit to Jim Sturk for also, again, going out and getting his man, and this is what he had hoped would happen. And now Mizzou's looking at, you're talking about people online rushing to go to midnight basketball. I haven't heard anyone talk about Mizzou's midnight basketball in almost 20 years. So and you're, I have friends from all over right now in Seattle, Chicago, New York, talking about looking to fly in for two or three Mizzou basketball games. So you, you've got the alums back. You're getting the boosters back. That's what Mizzou needed. Sterk needed this guy or needed a guy like him to be able to create this type of attention. And so far he succeeded. He's knocking it out the park. Whether it translates into wins, we'll see. But as far as how or in the hell... replication of it from year to year. Sure, exactly. And he's going to be judged on that, especially with that, that very long contract of Coach Martin's. But as far as getting butts into seats, which Mizzou hasn't been able to do in years, Mizzou's accomplished that. Building buzz for the program, Mizzou has accomplished that. So tip your cap to Conzo Martin. This is truly an exciting time for Mizzou basketball. And don't let anyone tell you different Mizzou alums. Get excited. This is fun. These are some of the best talents in the world coming to Columbia to play basketball. That's insane. Michael Porter is going to be a treat. I don't know if anyone's ever seen him play. I don't know how many folks have seen his high school games. But the kid just, it's man among boys. It's truly all something. Into a steaming pit of depression. <laughs> that will probably happen in the event if Mizzou does Yeah, not all of the SEC fans. <laughs> Tony the Plowdow, the Porter Bros are dorks. And I'm not going to read the rest of your text, Tony. Nice. Tony, got him. <laughs> now, do I need to wear, like, show? I was thinking I get a Mizzou apron and, like, put, like, fake cow's blood on it. And then I get, like, a, a, a Why fake? butcher's hat. Why fake? <sighs> because I Health think, standards. Yeah, I think that's yeah. mostly it. And also, I don't want security to ask me any questions when I get to the arena. But I'm figuring that. And then we just have the Porter House section. 
So I have the blood. And then maybe like every time they hit a three, like the Mizzou cheerleaders throw many stakes at the crowd. You should dump cow blood on the opposing team as they come into the arena. I like how you think, Gaines. I like how you think. PETA does it. <laughs> just just throw it in the wildcat fur when Kentucky comes to town. Yeah. I, this is... Uh, I don't know what to do. I, I I really don't know what to do. I bet you imagine Truman's on his third bong this morning. He's probably loving it. You remember that photo of Truman smoking out of a bong? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm excited for because they're probably, or at least they should be, a tournament team next year. But they're also going to be a team who loses dumb games because of how young they are. So I'm excited to see like the overreaction, the LeBron treatment of ah. the Mizzou Tigers next year, where it's every that, every loss, like every because the expectations are going to be so high, they're going to be very high that when they drop one to like Arkansas at home, I mean, people are just going to be like, oh, they first round exit, Norfolk State, here we go again. Don't remind me, my friend in a group text of some of uh, Mizzou alums, he brought that up, <laughs> and I know it's easy for Mizzou fans to dive into their misery. It's what I do almost every day, especially when it comes to our sports. But I, I just, what I mean, this is what you would ask for. If I don't, I don't care what school you went to or you go to, you want to be able to get some of the best talent from around the country, and Mizzou has done just that. I don't think Mizzou should be ashamed of that, and even if it is for one year. I don't know long how if Jonte does reclassify how long he will stay. We're assuming, of course, that Michael Porter naturally will do the one-and-done thing. Tillman may do the same thing. We're not sure, but I think as far as— Is Tillman as, more likely to stick around for two years? I think three, Tillman, then? in regards to where his game is presently, it, it's not necessarily pro-ready. I think it can be. I don't know if it will happen over a year. I think he has the opportunity. He will be on national television, and he'll be able to play around some elite talent, so he'll look very good. But I don't know if his game immediately translates to the NBA right now, especially after his uh, struggles uh, a little bit uh, down the stretch in his senior year. But when you're surrounded by a Blake Harris, when you have now, again, a Michael Porter and potentially a Jonte Porter, it should make you look good. So thus give you the opportunity to play at the next level. Yeah, I mean, but, we saw Harry Giles go this year from yeah, Duke. And, and, and barely G- even played. And Giles was probably going to be, uh, at, at worst, uh, the 20th or 25th pick somewhere in the first round of the NBA draft. And this guy, he's going, essentially he's going because based off height and the fact, height and height. Height and, height and potential. Yeah. And D's fire alarm checking in. Beep. Nice. Nice. It's my favorite new name. It really is. It's might solid. be my favorite name, actually. Yeah, it's quality because of second that. to the Wolf of Washington Avenue as far as just tech, all-time texture names for AM radio. But <laughs> I don't know. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, Sorry, but, I didn't mean to interrupt. It no. was it was breaking. <laughs> but I think the SEC is an, uh, a a powerhouse of a conference when it comes to basketball, and obviously you expect Kentucky to be there. Florida will be there as well. And you mentioned a week ago about how Alabama's also putting together a very good recruiting class with Coach Avery Johnson down there with the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I think, though, again, as a Mizzou fan, that you know the game is about guard play, rim protectors, and guys that can get up and down, and Mizzou has that. And it feels good, at least right here, right now, to know that your class is better than KU's. And ultimately, that's the most important thing. I wanted to get into that, too. I heard uh, over the weekend just some Mizzou alum friends saying, you know, just as long as they get a chance to beat KU at some point, maybe in the tournament, blah, blah, all this. Do you, is it still weighing on you? Like, they're still, they're still on your back, Travis. Yes. 
And I believe Gaines. Do you think that's okay? Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> it's just a shame that they don't get to play anymore. Because it's yeah, it's one of the most historic. I, it, it literally dates back to war. So, like it literally dates border back war. to war. Yeah, a, yeah. a real border war. Yeah, that, that involved the Constitution. So it is kind of sad that. They <laughs> hey, Trav! One fight. shining moment, baby. See you tonight, boo. Uh, they will be. A, I do think they will be on one shining moment when the uh, 14 uh, seed. I know he was going to. He was setting us that three. Son of a. I think I uh, I enjoy my uh, good friend and a guy that I follow on Twitter, Gabe Diarm, and he said it best. Waiting for next you year. Guys, you guys, you guys, pals. We uh, we were in Colombia at the same time together, so I feel like we were friends. <laughs> uh, waiting. I'm tight. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm tight with Gabe Diarm. Yeah, me and Brad Smith text all the time too. <laughs> Gabe Diarm, of course, the Power Mizzou. Uh, waiting for next year's NCAA tournament when the committee that doesn't do this sort of thing puts Mizzou in the same region as Kansas and Washington. I really hope so. I know the rivalry matters still, and I think with Conzo Martin rebuilding this program, I don't know if it happens overnight, but Bill Self has come off his stance slightly, <clears throat> especially with the um, the new Big 12 SEC basketball challenge. So he has come off his stance a little bit about renewing his rivalry with Mizzou, and Bill Self, of course, is the man on KU's campus, so he dictates the terms, essentially, of this rivalry right now. Let's be completely honest. Mizzou, based on its most recent non-success, isn't in a position to dictate much, and it doesn't do Kansas any good to put Mizzou on their schedule. But seeing now Mizzou is coming around, perhaps turning the corner now with Conzo Martin and considering some of the attention. And I think once it starts to get to the recruiting wars where Conzo and Bill Self are at the same high school and they're going after the same guys... I think that would ultimately start forcing self to come to new realities that, yes, this rivalry needs to be restarted up. Don't but it's in his court right now. Don't you think self still walks out of there with that recruit 90% of the time? 90% of the time, no doubt about it. I could see it as if you were a top 100 player, mm-hmm. why it would make sense to go to Mizzou over KU to say, hey, come be a star here. You'll be a 10th man there. Hey, and Bill Self... It, it's just weird to hear Mizzou fans talk about uh, a team not wanting to play their team or being afraid to play their team or not wanting to schedule their team. I think as I when, you know, you got you got a team in St. Louis that uh, has been wanting to play the Tigers forever, but the Tigers are scared that they'll lose like they did. I I, I I I'm going to give Gaines a little bit of that truth. I a think little he, bit. I'm going to give. He's he's <laughs> If I was coming from a slew perspective, what else could it be? I mean, but but Mizzou, and in the same fashion with Kansas, Mizzou previously. I'm not saying right now it would do both institutions good to play each other, and I believe. At least Travis Four has spoken up about so did Rick redoing it. And so, Rick, I don't know. Rick, I don't, Rick Majerus, a guy who didn't usually pull any punches, was like, hey, guys, I'm calling down there every single offseason. They don't want to play us. No. Sorry. And, and to that point, at the time, Mizzou didn't have an appetite for it. Uh, and it was essentially it was the Quinn Snyder rule. Quinn Snyder essentially put the kibosh on the Mizzou slew rivalry because when you lose yeah when you certainly um, are putting your program into a position where they could lose and it doesn't do any benefit for your program to lose hence why kansas won't put mizzou on their schedule right now and again bill self is going to protect the interests of the jayhawks and i can't blame him for doing that but 
I think right now it would benefit. I would be curious to hear what Conzo Martin has said about potentially renewing that rivalry again. I can assure you it has nothing to do with fear. I can assure you that Mizzou right now will be more than happy to come to Chaffetz and march those little baby back Billikens the hell out of there, and we would have no problem in embarrassing you guys. And you sure as hell wouldn't want to see the Mizzou Tigers this upcoming season. So make, I would make suggest- a tiger noise. There you, go. you don't want to hear that coming to Chaffetz, my friend. No, I'm ready for it. I, I just think don't think Mizzou's ready for it. That you know what? Oh, now you're making Chris make the phone call. I'm having Chris call down there right now. Beep, boop, doop, boop. Who's he calling? Uh, uh, Chris called Truman. Called Truman. Yeah. At least we can keep a mascot with an original look. We don't change in the middle of a season. A tiger. It's a tiger. A lot of tigers in Columbia. A ton. It was talk. It's a pretty original mascot name. Not well, a lot of tigers. It was in, Not even in the SEC. I don't think there are any more. Well, oh. well, we have to be careful when we talk about the tiger mascot at Mizzou because it was a part of a militia that crossed the border and burned down Lawrence, all because they wanted to be able to be a slave state during the Civil War. But that's not here or there, Gaines. I like to watch KU lose more than I like to watch Mizzou win. Barnhart Brawler. Yes. Accurate. Absolutely. I find that every time Kansas gets eliminated in the tournament, an immense amount of joy comes out of the Missouri <laughs> state of missouri like unusual like it's very odd you know how we hate watch the rams last year and we got a lot of satisfaction well that's mizzou fans when kansas loses in the tournament times 10 mizzou fans are really bad well they're either really good in the bracket challenge or really bad depending like because they have ku like, i can see this upset in the first or second round like, and they always they, look like geniuses yeah. but really <laughs> operating from a standpoint of hate yes. pure, pure hate that's the only thing that motivates it and then, but if or you, they win the national championship or I, go to the final four i should say because we have become um what many are considered chris uh Superstar media personalities in the St. Louis area. Oh, right, I think correct. because I saw, of your, I saw a quote that from you that would dispute that last <laughs> night. Oh, I did. I'll get on that later. But I know that you uh, have incredible influence at SLU, and me, and of course the meetings that I have with the brothers, with Conzo Martin. Perhaps we get Travis Fort, Conzo, and a room. Maybe get them here on St. Louis Live in the studio. Hit them together, and we can have a contract signing, like a big fight signing. Yeah, we can have them sign that contract here on St. Louis Live. Let's make it happen. I'm done. William Quantrill's big down to Logeway <laughs> from Carlos Danger. <laughs> I, I look, and my friends get on me for my overreaction to the Mizzou news. I don't care. I am. I've already bought a timeshare in San Antonio. I'm. I'm, I'm presently trying to get a parking pass. Because I believe it is at the AT&T Center, home, of course, of the San Antonio Spurs. Or will they play in the Alamo Dome? Let's find that out. This is important information that Mizzou fans can now know. So I'm very excited about the upcoming I think, season. I think our fair file has to be Mizzou-related today. With you this, think it is? With this first hour. Fair well, file overreaction to the upcoming Mizzou basketball season. I sure. like that, actually. <laughs> so that's going to be today's fair file. It's in the Alamo Dome. Oh, yeah. So there'll be plenty of seats, Chris. We can go ahead and perhaps get a group discount rate, especially if we purchase now. I'd say we go in high. And at worst, if Mizzou does not make it to the Final Four, we could at least make some decent money off of those tickets. Yeah, if SLU wins more games in the tournament than Ooh. Mizzou next year, which, I mean, it all depends <laughs> on the draw, too, because 
So it could be a sneaky, like, <laughs> five or six seed that gets a week, you know, somebody limping in. Well, obviously, Mizzou and Slu can't put themselves on the, each other's schedules for the upcoming season. Maybe we could arrange a, uh, <laughs> a, a unsanctioned scrimmage between the two teams. Maybe we can pull that off. I'm sure, like, no one's using the Scott trade this time of year anyway. Let's go ahead, set the court up, and we just have an unsanctioned scrimmage between Slu and Mizzou. Oh, what's what's what, what insurance company? If, uh, if I feel like there, I feel like there there would be a movie made about this. <laughs> I, I think we would obviously have to get insurance, right, for this. Oh, if wow. I only knew yeah. someone that we could reach out to, Chris, that can potentially help us with per- getting insurance for this unsanctioned basketball game. Do you know anyone, Chris? Well, that's funny you ask because uh, Brother Abear specializes in unsanctioned. <laughs> Scrimmage basketball games between universities. I'm sure he can cover it. That AM radio hosts both attended. His name's Kevin Abair from Liberty Mutual Insurance. We love him because he's the vice president of marketing and a heck of an insurance agent. Travis, he's at Liberty Mutual Insurance, auto, home, life. Hit him up, 314-520-0386. Or find him on Facebook at Kevin Abair, Liberty Mutual Insurance. He does appreciate a good DM. I'll yes, say he that. Does. Please send it his I way. will say that. No no doubt. So again, Kevin Abair, Liberty Mutual Insurance. He's been with us since the beginning. Let him uh, let him get you a quote. Auto home life. Hit him up. Kevin Abair, Liberty Mutual Insurance. Dave with the cauliflower here with some insight on the discussion this morning. Are we done talking about Mizzou Wrestling? A team that actually wins? <laughs> That is the better part. Of that it. is pretty wild. You have Olympians, Olymp- champions. You have uh, people that are MMA champions now that are at the top of their sport. You have three title holders from Mizzou right now actively competing. Where's the love, Trav? I, you know I love those guys. I love each and every one of them. And I'm looking forward to uh, Woodley versus McGregor at the Dome here in November 2018. We will be co-promoting that. Mike Lee's Space Bar. I slid into Travis's DMs last night. He never got back to me, though. Travis, why don't you get back to people? Because I poured kerosene on those DMs and set them on fire. (laughs) You did a lot of Lysol (laughs) hanging around in there. Gaines, what would be your reaction this morning if the Slew Billikens had a similar recruiting class to what Mizzou presently has? Oh, I'd be ecstatic, but... I. No, don't butt me. What would be? How would you go about? I don't want the the reasonable. Well, I want to make it clear approach. that SLU has a really good they do. team. They do right away next year. Sure, they're going to compete in the always very difficult conference that is the A10. But and, and a roster that will be around for two years. Sure, because, with more recruits coming in. Sure, that it's a potential. Very likely that. Uh, they will probably win, what, nine, ten conference games in the very competitive A-10. But let's be honest. If the number one player, one of the top 100 players in the country were to attend Kentucky Salou, out of the equa- equation mm-hmm. in the last, what? I wonder how many Sweet 16s you compare conference to conference, SEC and A-10, if you took Kentucky out of the equation. No one cares about those stupid facts, Gaines. No one cares about them. I don't know. I actually don't know, but I'm I'm curious. I think you may be close. I would imagine what Dayton's been there a couple times. LaSalle, VCU, Butler. VCU. Yeah, Butler is still in the A-10, right? Well, they're gone now. Why did they leave the A-10? Because of the Fox Sports deal with the Big East. Damn. So do you think that naturally Travis Ford will follow the money and go elsewhere when he realizes I, I that the A-10 isn't a successful conference? I mean, he started at UMass. Right. Like, that was his big gig first before he went to Oklahoma State. 
Um, yeah, I never expected Travis Ford to be around very long. Why? Why do you have that? Where do you expect him to go? Just a bigger job. Yeah, I mean, he. There were reports that he was. his agent was contacting Indiana this past year, Ohio State, really uh, LSU. But that's part of the, when you hire a guy like that who's still fairly young, right? Um, from a you know power five school, you expect that he's this is his gig to get back on the map, right. and he's doing a hell of a he's job, doing a great job, and recruiting I recruiting trail and the transfer trail. No, I wouldn't be. Now I understand certainly if the Indiana's come calling if, or any other major program, even uh, coming from the Blue Bloods. Were to uh, there was an opening. I would imagine Travis Ford's name would be on that list. I think right now his situation at SLU is perfect for him, and I would hope uh, as he continues to build this program that he hangs around. I think he's a great fit for that program. I only give uh, SLU fans uh, a hard time because yes, I am incredibly jealous, especially with his early success on the recruiting trail before Mizzou was able to bring in Conzo Martin. Now, Chris, you and I, of course, have had uh, plenty of uh, good times down in Columbia. Describe for the people perhaps why the overreaction exists or why folks today no, people, or have been over the last few weeks in regards to these major signings are jumping out of their chair well, any, at the Tillmans and the Porters of the world. You have passionate fans in Missouri and alums throughout the U.S. and the world even because it's Mizzou Nation and Mizzou International. Thank you, Chris. As I'm glad the, someone as, said it. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, it, it's one of those things where you have the diehards that – it's the people that were applauding that probably shouldn't have been really too excited about Kim Anderson. Uh, you think back to Norm Stewart. You think back to it, – it's based around Norm Stewart and his tenure at Mizzou. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, as far as the excitement and return to a semblance of greatness, there's never that top – you never had a title come through with Norm. But the uh, – I guess the excitement would, would happen with any fan base, but – you see Mizzou fans that can rally around this, and they think, hey, maybe this will be the one, this will be the crazy thing that pushes Mizzou over the edge. They were supposed to dominate the SEC in sure. basketball. It was yeah. supposed to be this this big win for the basketball Especially team. Especially coming off the Big 12 championship there. tournament yes, win. Absolutely. Exactly. And you had Frank Haith have some success with the Mike Anderson roster. Right. And you had Mike Anderson have some success. You had Quinn Snyder with some big, well, potentially big wins that looked like big wins uh, before he ended up uh, – I better not – flaming out. I was sure, there we something go. Let's do that. Like snorting out or something the, like yeah, that. The lawyers allegedly. The side of the window uh, staring at us right now. No, it, it's, it's exciting because there is a big fan base, and there are loyal fans, but it's been so bad, so, so bad these past few years, which, you know, that unfortunately that happens. It's part of the process of rebuilding or putting something back together. And then this, too – from an on-paper standpoint, this just doesn't happen normally, right? With no. with the way this works, you have a new coach followed by the best on-paper recruiting class of all time at the school. Absolutely. All these things coming together for a fan base that's excited to see some winning, possibly. And I don't think – and maybe this is a stupid correlation, but no Rams football in St. Louis, Right. Uh, Blues are out of the playoffs. Cardinals, it's early in the season. So you have people that are kind of milling around, too, that need something good to talk about. So that's it. Mike Lee's Space Bar, can we please, for the love of God, stop talking basketball? This dead horse is no longer recognizable from the beatings. How many years of success can Mizzou have before the sanctions come down from the Barnard Brawler? (laughs) I've thought about this a little bit. Um, 
I'm sanctioning Mike Lee's space bar to have to hang out with, um, I don't know, Travis for a day. Why does that a hard sound? Yeah, that's what punishment. That, what would that be a punishment? No, you th- I think there's any, you always worry about that a little bit because time and time again, despite the success of the Calparis of the world and everything's uh, on par, there's always something being the surface is being scratched just a little more at times. With I was with his, and, and again, Mizzou doesn't exactly have a track record of no. this great these great halls. So uh, something you got to. At least well, they hired be a little dad. weird. That's about. The, they legally cheated. Yeah, they operated within the present system that the NCAA set up. I will. I won't say that Mizzou's uh, immune to obviously controversy or even a potential scandal. I think, though, in this instance, I I hesitate to say that this that sanctions in the future will eventually come down. Considering they hired the, the, more, the dad. Well, no, considering that Mizzou is literally stepping away. Like months out of a NCA investigation and months out of a the mess that Frank Haith left behind. So considering that, and and what credit that needs to be given to Kim Anderson for in many ways cleaning that up. So Conzo is starting from scratch. He has a program that, in many respects, has been cleaned up. The culture, at least, was cleaned up by Kim Anderson, and you would think that Mizzou will, would have learned their lessons and will avoid those controversies. But, again, being a Mizzou alum and a fan for as long as I have, I, I know that there's potential for that shoe to drop. But, uh, but that's a, the natural pessimism of a Mizzou fan. And it's okay. I think, that's, I think that's the thing that it's okay to feel the doom and gloom. It's okay to bring up Norfolk State. I mean, it's, you can't hide from it. It happened. These are truths. These are the facts. And they suck at the same time when you are presented with an opportunity where you have the elite basketball players in the country choosing Mizzou and by all accounts on the up and up, or at least within the confines of the rules that were provided by the NCAA, I think it's all right to get excited about it. I I study love popping bottles, and I will be doing that for lunch today. That is fair. That's That's fair. I think you're leaning on like five different things here. Uh, so that's our fair file question. Yeah. And Chris, is there a prize for the young people? Or do we just give them a nice pat on the back? Uh, a lunch with Travis. Oh, they have to nice. pay though. They have to pay. They have you to get, get that to take. You, you get my out. company. You get to take me out. You get to take Travis out. <laughs> you get to. <laughs> and I like the finest things. So if you win, that's be right. aware. He only enjoys uh, stuffed lobster. Lobster stuffed with it has to have it, a fillet. It has to have at least four positive reviews on Yelp. That's all I have to say. We're big Yelp guys we're, here. We're huge Yelp. If there's anything before I go out with my imaginary lady friend, I go, "Hey, how many stars I got on that from the Yelp?" <laughs> no, we'll give away uh, another Grizzlies pr- uh, prize pack. Really cool stuff, actually. That we have ten dollars. Uh, sorry, not ten dollars. Grizzlies prize pack is your prize worth ten dollars. Worth millions, ah. even yes. <laughs> Grizzlies prize pack today. The Memphis Grizzlies. That's not your uh, your hometown Grizzlies. No, Memphis Grizzlies prize pack for the winner today. Gaines is posting that now. We'll share that online, and then uh, we'll get to our morning melee as well. Hey, while you're all listening, Matthew Ehrenreich. Edward Jones. You heard of him, Trav? I have. 
I'm excited to say he is a big supporter of Target Practice Live. He's with Edward Jones. He's a financial advisor, big supporter of the show. You need to support him. Drop him a line, Travis. Oh, yeah? Yes, you may. You say, oh, carrier pigeon, right? Naturally, that's how I think things work, right? Yeah. Well, or you could call him at 314-965-0374. Set up an appointment to uh, to chat today. Matthew Ehrenreich, Edward Jones, financial advisor, big supporter of Target Practice Live. We're proud to be working with Matt, and you should reach out for a conversation. So excited about that. And again, uh, mention Target Practice Live. Get your tickets off BroadwaySTL.com. Uh, a change in lineup, Travis. A change, you say? That's right. We are adding Yale <laughs> Hollander. Text her an emailer extraordinaire. He's going to be facing Tim Convey in the first round. Ooh. He is stepping in on short notice. A comic uh, was not able to fulfill the obligation. So Yale, kind enough to jump in. First thing this morning. So we're going to add Yale Hollander. It pays... If he wins, $200 to the winner, Travis. $50 to second place. And uh, a whole hell of a lot of fun. So Target Practice Live, come out, see some comics get after each other. They'll make fun of some pop culture folks, historical figures. It'll be a blast. Again, Yale Hollander added to the lineup. So big, big prize for him added to the lineup for listening to the show. That's amazing. He's in our face every morning. It's almost like the exact plot to Rookie of the Year where a spectator now gets to join the actual competition and make a difference and potentially win a championship for his home team. <laughs> and also, Yale Hollander, Cameron Keys, they're just so similar. They look, it just made sense. They look just alike, too. It just look, made just sense. Alike. No, he and Yale yelled at me on Twitter yesterday for my— Did he use all caps? Uh, yes, and, actually, and what, he did. And, and what he was did he, actually use all caps. And what was he doing trolling around in uh, in, in black Twitter? He, he hangs around from time to time. He talks okay. to a few of the ladies that all come right, through the door. Right. But, I, of course, I put up the, uh, the Final Four logo uh, to San Antonio for next year, and he said, uh, for the love of God, Travis, uh, don't jinx it. Uh, he's been waiting uh, 72 years. I didn't realize Yale was that old. 430 years I young. I didn't realize. <laughs> it's 49 years, but still, that's that's old as hell. But no, um, <laughs> <laughs> Yale's a funny guy. It's going to be great. I hope everyone comes out. It's been a while. Like I said, we've had, had a live show in a couple of months, so I hope everyone's able to come out on June 3rd. Purchase your tickets at offbroadwaystl.com. Great comedians coming out for this really cool, very unique roast tournament. If you haven't been to one before, I can assure you you're going to have a lot of fun at this one. It is the biggest, Chris, roast tournament in St. Louis. I haven't been able to verify that with City Hall, but I'm almost certain that I'm correct. But come on out. Enjoy the night. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be drinking. It's going to be some some ladies. It's going to be some men. You bringing some? I may, uh, I may wear my romper. I may rather romp him because Gaines apparently is coming up short on his <laughs> and I Pun intended. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that still so a thing? Did that fade away yet? Not yet. I think it still has another week. There's to denim rompers, which basically are like overalls, but they have sleeves on them for $25 on eBay. Well, you know, thread me with a good time. And I said that Chris and I, if you guys right now this week, if I if we get in another about, say, let's get another 10 new tickets purchased today, Chris and Travis will wear rompers at Target Excuse Practice me? Live. What this that? has already been guaranteed. We put in the contract, Chris. Sorry, you already signed it. So June third. Well, 
Come on out to Off Broadway to see Chris and Travis in Rompums for the third edition of Target Practice Live. Isn't there? We could have a dangle issue. I, I worry about well, that. There, are, there's a pocket on the inside of the pant <laughs> for that. <laughs> so don't worry. There's What's like, the deal with Dolphin Dawn? Well, there's that too. <laughs> Pepe, sup T Bone, sup Wolf. I don't know how I feel about T Bone. Mike Lee's but if I'm going to be at the porterhouse, I'm down for it. Oh my gosh, Gaines is kind of like a New York to stop. Gaines will be a New York strip. You'll be a strip steak. I like that. Uh, get Low, off my lawn, Travis from Yale Hollander. <laughs> Gaines, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Yale's the, yelling in the, the lowest text amount box. of fat in the New York. Oh, nice! Strip. Is it really? Yeah. You know your which steaks, is, which is Gaines. Nice. Does Off Broadway have Hennessy? Mike Lee's space bar. We will see to it that they do. There you go. I had to think about it. Is it sad that it was – I felt like it was a trap question. I had to stop and think about it, and I wasn't sure. I, I wait, wanted to say yes. I answer this? Exactly. I had to wait. Do you want to hear funny? Uh, there's a there's a website that a lot of white people follow oh, that boy. I also follow. Oh, Christ. What and uh, they had like a party, an event, where oh, they filmed like a podcast live, and the place ran out of alcohol except for one bottle of Hennessy. Oh, how do you <laughs> – here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about Hennessy, and uh, this will be my brief uh, – this moment in the black community, um, not a ton of blacks actually like Hennessy. I will say if there's one issue presently dividing the black community right now, and it is whether or not they are fans of Hennessy. I think it's a 50-50 split. A lot of people are just not big on Hennessy. I, on the other hand, I am about unity. I will drink any brown liquor you put in front of me. So for all those who will be coming to Target Practice Live – if it's brown liquor, it will be cricker for me to enjoy. Speaking of brown liquids to enjoy, go have a cup of coffee at Fairway Automotive. Fairway Automotive! That's right. Smoke meat. That's Fairway Automotive. For all your automotive needs, Jason and Lindsey Gallahue. Local, family-owned business. Uh, we talked about it yesterday and we posted about it. And I know at least a one person reached out. Probably a few more than that. But one person made a point to let us know. I believe it was the brawler. Set up a an oil change for this morning, so nice. they had uh, they had a theft recently. Their cash register got cleaned out, so we thought, ah, they're tough guys. They're gonna fight through it. Let's just spread the word. Let's say, hey, let's get them some more business. Sign up for an oil change down the line. Go get your tires there. Whatever you want to do, uh, or whatever you need to do, that would Fairway Automotive could be a part of. Hit them up. They're uh, they're a great partner of ours. And you need to go check them out. They're in Crestwood. Check them out on Facebook, Fairway Automotive Services. And also, maybe walk out with a couple K-Cups. I don't know. That's not <laughs> theft. It's there. Yeah. You could thieve their Wi-Fi while you're there. There you go. That's, That's right. The only acceptable theft. Right what now. a first hour it's been, Travis. M-I-Z-S-L-U. I-N-T. That's okay. All right. All right. We're excited. First hour. And if you missed it, we will have the St. Louis Live first hour up on the We Are Live podcast feed. So check that out. Download it. Be sure to rate and review us while you're there. Also, dropped an uncensored podcast yesterday for the We Are Live fans out there that enjoy the F word. We use bad words. <laughs> Chris Denman, Travis Rell, Michael Gaines, St. Louis Live here on 920 AM WGNU, streaming live at weareliveradio.com. Quick break. We'll be right back.